This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. Greetings, fair souls, once again to the Cretans Guild Playhouse. It is our privilege to present for your Yuletide entertainment another merciless half-assed adaption what? of a classic Christmas What tale. fucking accent is this, Bob? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we bring to you Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Yes, I'm afraid this has become a tradition of sorts, one which nobody has asked for and certainly which the world at large can mostly do without. Like Fresca. Exactly. (laughs) Hawk, your trio of hosts are not alone tonight. An entire troupe of talented and mostly Canadian fellow podcasters have joined us on that trolley ride to Hades. (laughs) Now let us bear witness to one Mr. Ebenezer Scrooge, for his problems are far more first-worldly and more or less dick-fartery than our own. How dare you? <laughs> Come then, dear audience. Let us look upon this wretched soul contest with his worldly concerns with the help of otherworldly benefactors. Tonight, we invite you to enjoy this Cretans Guild production of A Christmas Carol. Victorian London, 1841, (laughs) steps away from the Bank of England in the ward of Cornhall, amid a swirl of street life in the chilled air where a bunch of fucking children are and I don't give a shit. Happy groups pass each other as brightly costumed carolers sing shittily. Families call out to one another as the children run about. Bob Cratchit, a clerk who works in Ebenezer's Scrooge's lone office, takes some coal from the mound and puts it into a small bucket. Scrooge's nephew, Fred, enters and hands a small cock to the children following him. (laughs) (laughs) Here, you little street urchins. Here, have a cock and some marzipan and toffee. Now run along and happy Christmas. Ah, dear uncle. Happy Christmas. God save you. Bah, humbug. And has anybody seen my glass cock? (laughs) Christmas is a humbug, uncle. I hope that's meant as a joke. Well, it's not. Come, what is it you want? Don't waste all day, nephew. I only want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Uncle. Don't be cross. What else can I be when I live in such a world of fool as this and my glass cock has gone missing? <laughs> Merry Christmas? Out with Merry Christmas! What's Christmas to you but a time for paying bills without money? A time for finding yourself a year older but not an hour richer? If I could work my will, every idiot who goes about with Happy Christmas on his lips should be boiled with his own pudding and buried with a stake of holly through his heart, chopped into quarters, thrown into a ditch of ordure, and then urinated upon with absolutely no discrimination whatsoever. Yes! As the narrator, I would like to interject, and I would love to thank Watto from Star Wars Episode Mm -hmm. 1 for playing Scrooge this year. Motherfucker, that is it. That is it. Oh, no longer. Uncle, I'd like to remind you, this is a marathon, not a sprint. (laughs) Uh, Nephew, keep Christmas in your own way. Let me keep it in mine. But you don't keep it. Sassy. Then leave it alone, then. Much good at me, too, too. Fucking Watto. Much good it has ever done you. 
There are many things from which I might have found enjoyment, by which I have not profited, I dare say. Christmas among the rest. And through it has never put a scrap of gold in my pocket. I believe it has done me good, and will do you, me so... And me good will do me good. You know what? what? Who wrote this? Good? Some fucking education now. Oh, yeah. That's yes. right. I wrote this. <laughs> bah! Again. Don't be angry, Uncle. Come, dine with us tomorrow. I'll dine alone, thank you, and fuck you very much. But, oh, God, why? <clears throat> why, why? Why did you get married? Why? Because I fell in love with a wonderful chia pet. <laughs> and I fell in love with being alone. God, I can relate to this a whole lot. <laughs> good casting, Bob. And good afternoon. Nay, uncle. But you never came to see me before I was married. Why give it as a reason for not coming now? <laughs> Honestly, the amount of discarded tissues around your forehead <laughs> gave me pause from coming over too often. Uh, but good afternoon, again. I'm sorry with all my heart to find you so determined, but I have made the attempt to honor Christmas, and I'll keep that good spirit to the last. So, a Merry Christmas, Uncle. You're not fucking listening, man. I'm so Good afternoon. Get. And a Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, uh, up your ass and around the corner. <laughs> sorry. Fred hesitated as if to say something more, but he thought better of it as Scrooge was a twat. He had gone to get a book down from the shelf. What you gonna do about it, bitch? <laughs> and he took his leave, causing the bell above the door to ring. After a moment of peace, an elegantly dressed businessman with a touch of holly on his balls entered the shop, causing the <laughs> bell to ring again. Balls, uh, bells, bells. <laughs> Is it necessary to always have <laughs> bells? Cratch it! Pardon, sir? The bell, fool. See to it. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. Uh, wolves howling and a Merry Christmas. Uh, it, it's for you, sir. Of course it's for me. My name's above the placard. You're not receiving callers, are you? Show them in. Show them in. Uh, right this way, sir. Oi, cunt! It's, <laughs> is it Scrooge in Marley's? Which geezer are you? Scrooge or Marley? I'm Scrooge. Marley is uh, all kinds of dead. Seven years tonight, as a matter of fact. Well, if he was smart, he wouldn't be dead now, would he? I have no <laughs> doubt that you'll be just as kind and generous as he would be. Here's my fucking card, you wanker. The mouth on this guy. <laughs> anyway, kindness, no doubt of it. All right, all right, I can read. What is it you want? Well, tis a jolly holiday season, isn't it? I don't know any of those words. Who are you talking to, correct? I said it's... Uh, all right, I'll translate from English to English. Because you seem a I thought he was fellow. Australian. <laughs> I said in this festive season of the year... It's, it's winter and cold. Scrooge never raises his head to acknowledge the man, aside from occasionally checking out his ass over the top room of his glasses for a moment. <laughs> then back to his paperwork. Oh, yeah, sure is. Colder than a witch's teat it is. This time of year, it's more than usually desirable to make some slight provisions for the wankers what ain't got no money, you brat. <laughs> Many thousands are in want of common necessaries, like toilet paper above orphan grade. It's basically uh, cardboard and poison ivy. <laughs> 
Hundreds of thousands are in want of common comforts, like a fucking blanket what keeps them warm. Are uh, there no debtors' prisons? Of course there is. And the workhouses, it's still in operation. Wait, did you say workhouse or whorehouse? Uh, I, said, I said workhouse. As far as I know, no whorehouses are open tonight. Otherwise, I wouldn't fucking be here. Well, the whores are always working. They don't get Christmas off. I believe they's Jewish days. <laughs> that bitch lied to me. She lied to me good. Oh, it's because she had a foreskin, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Scrooge gives zero fucks, just like how I give zero dollars to anybody who happens to darken my doorstep with their pitiless needs and pointless desires. The poor law is still in full strength, then. Oh, you bet it is, Gov. I'm glad to hear it, full skins and all. From what you said, I was afraid someone had stopped its operation. Well, under the impression that they barely provide Christian cheer of mind or body to many people, a few of us open our eyes fun to buy the poor wankers some meat and not the kind <laughs> from the foreskin factory there and drink in that because, you know, they need they need them some fresca, you know. <laughs> It is. We choose this time because it's Christmas, you know, Jeebus's birthday and all that. So how much money can I put you down for giving these poor fucking wankers? Well, aside from the 20 pallets of fresco I've got next to the safe there, um, nothing really. Oh, so what you're saying is you like to be anonymous like the men's room bathroom there with the little hole cut in it. <laughs> you know, I see nothing wrong with appreciating a good foreskin or two. So, I've got nothing to prove to you. But I wish to be left alone, all in all. Since you ask me what I wish, sir, that is my answer. I don't make my merry myself at Christmas. Okay, that might be dubious. <laughs> and I can't afford to make lazy people merry. I help support the establishments I have mentioned. They cost enough. And those who are poorly must poorly off must go there. Well, I'd say that if you were a bit more generous, you might find yourself in company of a lady. You wouldn't have to marry yourself at all. But uh, I would say that many people can't go there, and many would rather die. That's, uh, that's pretty fucking cold, man. Uh, <laughs> so in answer to that, if they would rather die, they had better do it and decrease the surplus population. That is not my affair. My business is. It occupies me constantly. Ask a man to give up life and means and foreskin fine thing. What is it? I want to know. Charity? Damn charity. Oh, that's me. Right as of this moment, <laughs> the poorly clad receive warm gruel at the poorhouse at no cost to themselves. Now remove your own person from my business as we work in this office and do not catch farts. Oh, jog on, you prick. Yeah, exactly. You tell them, Naria. The gentleman visitor's pants were pulled back <laughs> up as he became a dejected, solemn expression, his dick trickling limply. He tipped his hat, Lord Cratchit, and exited. <laughs> Nobody wants to kiss me above the mistletoe. Ah, oh, check in with the narrator later. I'll take care of your fine. <laughs> Let's the door crash it like fucking right now. <laughs> firmly, firmly. That's it. Yeah, latch it good. Draft is cold as Christmas blowing in here. The hour passes and the oil lamps outside have been lit. Cratchit begins to close up the shop. Cratchit, speaking of charity, how's she been lately? I mean, never mind. Uh, Cratchit, what are you doing, man? Uh, keep to the books. Keep to the books. I'm, I'm just adjusting the fresco palettes, and it's evening, sir. 
Do not knock them down. I swear to God, man, if you do. I promise. Uh, wait, e- evening, is it? Christmas evening, in fact, sir. Oh, uh, you'll want all day tomorrow off then, I suppose. If it's quite convenient, I plan on staying at the Hall House this evening. Well, seeing as how they told me that they were being closed, I'm in a bit of a bitter mood right now. It is not convenient, and it's not fair. If I was to <laughs> and if I was to deduct half a crown from your salary for it, you'd think yourself ill-used, wouldn't you? Still, you expect me to pay a day's wage for a day of no work. It's only once a year, sir. Be here all the earlier the next morning. I shall, sir. Then off, off, off. Good evening, sir. Merry Christmas, sir. Bah, Hamburg. As soon as Cratchit opens the door, he enters the street only to disappear into a dimly lit road with a gentle snowfall. Scrooge goes around the room, blowing several gentlemen, talking to himself. <laughs> he steps out, <laughs> locking the door behind him. How the hell did you all get in here? Well, enjoy your stay. Carolers, begging pennies for their songs, are they? Christmas Eve. Bah! Alright, this is promotional material for Cretan's Christmas Read. Morgan Freeman for Fresca, take two. Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. When I was earning my Academy Award for my role in the hit film Million Dollar Baby, Clint Eastwood would make us drink an entire bottle of Fresca if we had to reshoot a scene. The grapefruit flavor was something akin to sulfuric acid upon my soul's visage, giving my soul the appearance of the Batman villain Two-Face. I had to make a deal with Old Scratch to keep my signature rhythm and cadence and to preserve my vocal cords. Fresca is truly the devil's drink. But at least it makes you calm on your Chester. Just a quick aside here, have you listened to last year's Christmas special? I was the star, John Watson. I don't Fu- fucking think so, John. God damn it, who let him in here? Nobody let me in, this is just what I do. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. The house of Ebenezer Scrooge is located at 45 Limey Street. <laughs> just a short walk from the office. It's a gloomy suite of rooms, with a yard so dark that even Scrooge, who knew its every stone, avoided leaving the glow of the street lamps. You see, he buried stray pets in the yard. It was basically pet cemetery. It was terrifying. After eating them. Yes, he boiled them and ate them. Sometimes dead is better. Squirrels are higher in five. As he turned the key toward the door, as opposed to putting it in the door, which makes no sense to me, the face of one Jacob Marley, Scrooge's deceased business partner, swam out of the darkness. Scrooge watched, unable to speak. Dick in hand, he fumbled for a match, (laughs) lit it, and swung it toward the figure, which melted away, conveniently. Scrooge fit the key in the lock and turned it as the door suddenly was opened from the inside by a man named Sparsit, Scrooge's porter. Scrooge handed his scarf over, coat and briefcase, still wide-eyed by what he thought he saw. Holy shit, a porter! (laughs) I don't even know what to say! I just let you live here, isn't that right, Sparsit? Hurry, hurry, the door bolted! Uh, did you knock, sir? 
Knock? What matter? Here, here, light me up the stairs. Yes, sir. Sparset led Scrooge up the stairs via candlelight. They passed the cock on the way. Scrooge <laughs> brushed by it, stopped, looked back, gave it a quick tickle, and leaned on the railing. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, sir. Something to warm you, sir. Perhaps one of the oars with the foreskins? A fresco? What? Porridge? Uh, no, 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 nothing. But um, do me a favor and quit messing with my cock collection. They're quite pricey, all of them. Oh, you forget. I guess I'll have to expel the three that I've got inside me then, wouldn't oh, I? Oh, goddammit. Uh, just wash them. Make sure you use hot water and uh, fucking let yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> She holds out her hand, waiting for her Christmas coin. Scrooge ignores the request and continues up the stairs, farting every step. Cheap prick! Scrooge watches over his shoulders as she leaves. Fright a man nearly out of his life. Merry Christmas! Bah! Your room, sir. Merry Christmas, sir. Hmm? Oh, 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 yes. Uh, thank, thank you, Woodhouse. And good night. Sparset. Sparset, I'm mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now Sparset has his hand extended for a coin. You'd think Scrooge would catch on by now. Scrooge knows what Sparset wants. Oh, he did catch on. And is infuriated. <laughs> he closes the door after Sparset, turns toward his chamber, and discovers... The chairwoman finishing up her daily room cleaning. Warm your bed for you, sir. <laughs> oh my god. Where did all these people come from? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I'm employed here, sir. What? Out, out. Aye, sir. Molly's voice is heard mumbling. Oh, that's not, it's not narration. That's actually direction. I apologize. <laughs> oh, what was that? Not me, sir. I've been as quiet as a church mouse. Why the fuck are you still here? <laughs> Do I be- I'm always here. Good night, sir. Ooh, Merry Christmas, you long foreskin motherfucker Scrooge. The woman exits. Scrooge hears a voice, but cannot account for it. Ironically, because, you know, he's an accountant. He climbs up to open a window and looks down. A cathedral choir is heard in the distance. Scrooge listens a moment, shuts the window, and prepares for bed. As soon as he has shut the sound out of his room, figures appear. Scrooge pulls on his nightcap, he escapes to the covers of his bed, he sits up in bed, listens, and hears chains being dragged up the stairs. Scrooge reaches for the bell to summon Sparset. The bell responds with a toot, and Molly appears. <laughs> he and Scrooge face one another. Uh, what do you want from me? Oh, I want to floss my teeth with your foreskin. Much. <laughs> You're seeing the wrong guy about full skin, mate. That would be the whole house up the streets. <laughs> but anyway, who are you? Ask who I was. Fine. Fucking who were you? In my life, I was your partner in more ways than one. Ooh, remember that glory hole back on 51st Street? Jacob Marley. Ooh. Oh, but you're dead. You can possibly get it up still. Blue Chew. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I must, it's compared to me Commanded of me Ooh, that's a hard word to say when you're inebriated 
I must wander around this world and see what I can no longer share. Ooh, that'd be you, sexy man. <laughs> what I would not share when I walked around where you do. Ooh. And must go thus with a weighted iron. Ooh, the chain. Look at it, Ebenezer. Study it. Locks and vaults and golden coins. Ooh, bondage. I have a ball gag for you. Metallurgy. That's what I'm about. <laughs> I forged it each link, each day when I sat in these chairs. Ooh, commanded these rooms. Greed, Ebenezer Scrooge. Wealth. Feel the know. Feel and know them. Yours was as heavy as. This was seven years ago, and you have labored to build it since. Whoa! Build it like you build your butthole open for me to come into it. <laughs> if it's a lecture, I have no time for it. Now, up in the stirrups, over the bed. You know, like old times. <laughs> oh, never mind. It is late, the night is cold, and I want comfort now. Oh, we all want comfort. I have none to give. I know not how you see me this night. Hot and cold you are, yes. <laughs> Definitely. These are best. I did not ask it. I have sat invisible beside you many and many a day. I am commanded to bring you a chance, Ebenezer. Heat it. I said heat it. Heat it right now. Open your mouth and heat it. Heat All it deep. Right then. Uh, quickly, quickly then. Yeah. You will be haunted by three spirits. What, Whoa, already? Spooky <laughs> shit. It's... <laughs> 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 you're, you're rather candid. <laughs> At least more so than you were in real life. But anyway, audibly scoffing is that the chance. Market douchebag. <laughs> I, uh, I choose not to. Then you will walk where I do, buttered by the riches of your greed. Spirits uh, mean nothing to me. Expect the first tomorrow, ooh, when the bell tolls. One the second at the same hour, the third upon the last stroke, ooh, the last stroke's the best, that's when you finally finish. Of three has ended. Look to see me no more, ooh, I'll be gone after the last stroke. I must wander. Look back, for your own sake, you remember what you passed between us, ooh, that'd be a sausage. No, Jacob, don't leave me. <laughs> Not before passing it between the rocks of Gibraltar like you promised before you went. <laughs> Jacob. I'm sorry, those memories will always be yours. Goodbye, Ebenezer. Ooh. Hope you still taste me. <laughs> okay, well, now that that's over with, narrator. <laughs> Uh, yes, um, uh, Scrooge pulled shut the bed curtains. The clock bell sounds are picked up. The clock begins to chime, ringing the hours. Scrooge sits up in bed and begins to count the chimes. Ten. Eleven. It can't be. Twelve midnight already. I'm seriously, how the fuck can I sleep after all that? <laughs> it is. I must be weary. Seeing my old partner in chains. Ooh. <laughs> On the morn of Christmas. Bah. Scrooge lays his wrinkly head down, closes his eyes, and a single chime rings out. 1 a.m. Uh, this the spirit. I better tuck this back in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Scene 3. This is when the good shit starts, folks. The spirit <laughs> of Christmas past. Scrooge sits up and slowly opens the bed curtains. <laughs> the wood in his hand is hard as a rock, but the fire is no longer lit, if you catch my drift. <laughs> but the glowing embers from the actual fireplace cast enough light to make the female figure standing at the end of his bed. Pulling this back out. <laughs> she appears as a young woman, but carries with her the weight of an eon of wisdom. She casts no shadow, but has a soft white light surrounding her. She holds in her left hand several bottles of wine. All right, well, <clears throat> get in here. Are you the spirit who's coming? It was foretold to me. Bitch, I might be. The mouth on this one. <laughs> Who and what are you? Darling, I am the fabulous ghost of Chris Christmas... Chris Christmas... Christmas past... Christmas past. Okay, put the bottle down for just a second. Long past? Ah, fuck you. Oh, well, you promised. Well, did, 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 did you say long? Well, we're talking about your past, so it's definitely lo- not, not, not long. Well, my, my, I don't get that my past is quite robust. Uh, any other things are just hearsay, and unfortunately, you'll be underwhelmed. But long past. You, so, so, so your past? My past, yes. Well, why are you here? Are you are you serious? Is he serious right now? Are you serious? Are you asking me why I am here right now? Why I am choosing to grace you with my presence right now? I am here for you, goddammit. You nice. and your welfare. Now rise, darling. Walk with me. Well, uh, allow me to get my... The spirit clasps Scrooge's hand tightly. Whoa! The the (laughs) wind circles around them and blows up Scrooge's little night skirt. He sleeps in because he's a girl. (laughs) The night turns to day, and Scrooge realizes he is no longer in his chamber, but outdoors now. Scrooge remembers the scene like a memory, which is convenient because this is his past. So, like, do you know of this place or something? Uh, it's the second base, isn't it? (laughs) 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 This looks like the school I attended as a boy. That one appears to be a young Ben. Those you see are just shades of once what what once what, god damn it I can't fucking talk like this bitch they can't see us but we can see them do you get me I, I can hear you Jenny I'm just fine Okay <laughs> Hello Jack <laughs> Ben oh bother Merry Christmas Ben Jack Walton <laughs> of, the, of the Waltons <laughs> Young Jack Walton spirits <laughs> Good night Jim Bob <laughs> Have a good holiday, Jack! <laughs> yes, yes, I remember him, although his voice used to be uh, much deeper. Both of them, in fact. Uh, little Ben Benjamin, uh, with the very alliterative nomenclature, he used to... See you next term, Jack! He used to see me next term, that's what he did often, right. <laughs> they're, uh, they're off for the holidays and going home from school. It's Christmas time, all of the children off to home now. No. No, no, not all. Uh, That was one. The spirit motions for Scrooge to turn, and he sees a young boy playing with a teddy bear, shoving it into his pants and reading to it. (laughs) 
I feel really bad for the teddy bear right now, but like, do you recall yourself here or something about like 10 years old or however old you were right now? What is the story? I wonder. Oh, it was, you know, nothing. <laughs> fancy, all, all fancy and make-believe and uh, I miss that teddy bear. Oh, all, all of it, all nonsense. Yes, yeah, it's just not worth going over. He didn't over love you. I'm just letting you know that right <laughs> I know now. he used to tell me that regularly. And when you think about how that could manifest, that's really fucking sad. But that was it. That was it. Alibaba. Yes, oh, that was also <laughs> it. <laughs> As a young boy, I had the Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> Take me to the gate of Damascus and Andy Dufresne. I'd like to tell you the genie took me to the gates of Damascus, but he did not. He fought that good fight, and he did not win. Yes, O oh master, and jewels I shall bring you, and gold and myrrh and frankincense. And they put him down. Do you remember that silly one? The gate of Damascus in his underwears, asleep, my friend Andy. My entire family smoked. That's just how it happened. Yes, yes, the uh, genie turned the sultan's groom upside down and stood him on his head. Served him right, I say. Kinky shit, poor child. Why poor? Fancy, fancy. It's it's his way. A, a, a child's way to lose being alone in, in dreams. Dreams, yes. Never matter if they were all nonsense. Yes, nonsense. Holy shit, I mumble so much. But he'll be all right. Grow out of it. Yes, yes, he, he did outgrow it, the nonsense. His voice also became inexplicably higher. <laughs> became a man and left there and, uh, yes, yeah, successful and rich. Got money. Got, got gold. Never matter. Never matter. A young woman can be heard walking towards Scrooge. It is his sister, Fan. She runs to child Scrooge. Fan? And somebody else. Both old and child Scrooges were supposed to say that, so let's try it again. (laughs) 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 Uh, Fan? (laughs) Yes, that, that sounds familiar. Ebenezer, I've come to bring you home. Home for good and ever. Come with me. Come now. Father sent me in a carriage to bring you home. He has been so kind for some time now. Mother has missed you terribly as well. She fell ill. Wow, Father sent me here so long ago. I doubt he knows what I even look like. Frankly, I'd rather stay here. Is there a chance he'll turn to his old ways? Don't be stupid. Uh, Silly. Uh, Come along and you'll never be lonely again. She takes his hand as they stand. Scrooge is watching them as they run off. She looked so much like Mother. Her condition worsened quickly and uh, died before we returned. Father never returned to his old ways, but he became more sullen and stern with me after the passing of all Mother, always telling me to make something of myself. Uh, Fan, on the other hand, uh, he always shown more patience than I, but the same amount of affection towards all others. That is to say, none. God, I have like a crazy amount of boob sweat going on right now. Um, but like, she dies. She dies like many years later. And a married woman and has like a child or a cat or something. Would you like to borrow this nightcap? I don't even know why I wear it. I figured you could use it for something you know, more oh, thank practical. You, thank you, darling. Thank Just you. tuck it up under there. That's good. Okay. Yes, yes, Fred. Uh, my, 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 
my nephew. Uh, well, all of us have that, haven't we? Childhood, sadness. But we grow, and we become men, mostly. Masters of ourselves. Scrooge had indeed become master of his own domain. And the spirit, unfortunately, had grabbed his hand again, and the wind swirled up. Suddenly, they were indoors of a large workplace. They had all chairs and desks pushed along the walls. There were sounds of food, drink, music, laughter, orgies. <laughs> Everyone was in work attire, sadly, but they were still festive with color and mistletoe. Holly and ivy hung from everyone's private areas. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of party. <laughs> I have no time for it, spirit. Music and all your Christmas nonsense. Yes, yes, I've, I've learned what you have to show me. They watch as a middle-aged, hefty gentleman holding a small glass of port <laughs> steps up to a pair of young men, placing hands onto bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> you, you there, Ebenezer, Dick? <laughs> Fezziwig, it's, it's old Fezziwig with the head injury that causes him to invert his uh, verb-noun agreements. Um, uh, that, I, that I apprenticed under. How you doing, Fezziwig? Who the fuck drinks port? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> your, your master? <laughs> I didn't say he had good taste in drink. God damn it. Oh, yes, and the, the best any boy could have. And that's where we stop talking about that. There's Dick Wilkins. Bless me, he was very talented at after hours and merriment. Paul Dick. <laughs> Paul, Paul Dick. Paul Dick. <laughs> Boys. Uh, Work tonight no more. <laughs> Dick, Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas? Ebenezer? Shutters up, will we? <laughs> Before man can say Lando Calrissian? <laughs> <laughs> master Fezziwig, sir, you're a wonderful master, and I appreciate that. Oh, poor dick. Oh, <laughs> a wonderful master, yes. Just because he gave you a party? Oh, and so like, much more. So what? He spent a few pounds of your mortal money. Is that so much that he deserves all this? But, 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 but it wasn't the money. He had the power to make us happy, to make our service light or burdensome, without toys. The happiness he gives is quite as great as if it had cost a fortune. That's what a good master is. Aww, Boop. What troubles you? <laughs> I don't appreciate your facetious tone, but uh, anyway, I should like to be able to say a word or two to my clerk just now. That's all. But this, this is all in your past. That crotchy guy couldn't be here. <laughs> no, no, of course not. His, uh, his DeLorean was broken down. I don't even know what he uses that thing for aside from time travel. Anyway, are we done here? Am I out of wine? No. I mean, if your opinions on port have suddenly changed, there's not much I can do about that. I do not drink port. <laughs> I see no reason here for staying any longer then. <laughs> Surely it's enough. Haven't you tormented me enough that a lively music has ended in just a waltz place now? Fucking waltz. I only show you the past. What was you? Look over at thyself. Thyself? Who says thyself? 
<laughs> Look over at your younger self, dude. A lovely woman, like she has bazongos, like <laughs> <laughs> she and she's dancing with you right now, dude. Yes, uh, the uh, yes, yes, the colliding blimps. I remember the visuals quite clearly. Uh, except I had forgotten her, which I guess was a bit of a, a idiosyncrasy. But but don't they dance beautifully? So young, so young. I, I would have married her if only. Can you love me, Ebenezer? I bring only my giant tits into this marriage. <laughs> it is not a currency that can buy and sell, but we can live with these, can't we? My father taught me not to build a house on a foundation of mighty tits, but to build a house foundation on a building for a good home. I'm afraid I must continue my work before family can begin. Love is not an egg waiting to hatch. I should know I've tried it a few times. My heart is yours, but it's not... Oh, but if your own is not for me, then take back this damn ring you gave me as your pledge. I'm gonna release you, dumbass. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Dear girl, I, I, I never even got to motorboat this. <laughs> if only you had held me to it, you should not have let me go. I was young. I, I did love you. We have never lied to one another. May you be happy in the life you have chosen. Fezziwig would like to touch my tits now. I always knew something was going on there. Oh, bitch, you cannot change now what you <laughs> would not change then. I am your mistakes, Ebenezer Scrooge. That is why I drink. Oh, tell me twice. All of the things you <laughs> could have done and did not. That is what I am. I need another glass. Thank you. Well, then fuck off. I'm done with them. I shall live with them as I have, as I do. Excuse me. There is another Christmas. Seven years ago, I presume. When Marley died. Ooh, remember me! No, I will not see it. I will not. He dies. No! <laughs> Again? <laughs> Although I could not prevent it. Under circumstances I will not divulge at this time. I did not choose for him to die on Christmas Day, or the day after, or the day after that. <laughs> and when his day was chosen, what did you do then? He came! <laughs> <laughs> well, first I wiped up, and, uh, and then I looked after his affairs. Oh, his business? Yes, yes, his business. Plates of fresca, as far as the eye could see, mine was all I had. All that I could do in this world. Wasted nappies in the, in the wastebasket. I have nothing to do with this world to come after. Now, are you to haunt me forever? Tell me what I must do. What of the other spirits? Oh, I am not going to haunt you forever, but I have to pee. <laughs> so those other spirits, they are going to come. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes. <That> seems <laughs> It seems to be the running theme for this evening. <laughs> what a fucking Christmas. And you, uh, what of you? Scrooge's eyes pop open with the chime of the cockbell. He's back in bed. Oh, my cockbell. 2 a.m. No one here. No one's coming. What a shame. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> High five, Marley. High five, Eiffel Tower. 
Scene the fourth. The spirit of Christmas presents. I love Christmas presents. They're the best. A light comes on. Scrooge becomes aware of it and turns slowly to it. He sees the second spirit, the spirit of Christmas present, who looks like his former employer, Fuzzy Wignit. Fuzzy Wig! Oh, that's going to be fun to edit. <laughs> oh, my fucking ears. <laughs> Found someone you have. But you, you can't be an up, Fuzzy Wig. See me as him, do you? I do. Hear me as him? I do. <laughs> this gentleman wish him I were disappoint you I do not want but you're not but you're not when did Scrooge <laughs> grow up in the south of London <laughs> ever since we uh, took on the Dick and Cider account <laughs> no 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 I am not 900 years old am I never have you seen the like of me Christmas present am I See what you will, Scrooge. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Christmas Eve it is. <laughs> Walk out with you, you will. Wait! <laughs> Whatever for? Would you like a glass of water? <laughs> no. <laughs> Chris Christmas present, did you say? <laughs> did I? Yes. <laughs> yes? Actually, this is puzzling me a bit. Was it did I or I did? How, how do you... <laughs> You know, everything that's happened tonight, this is not the weirdest thing. How do you invoke that? I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to follow, like, Dagobund logic or uh, uh, language. Did I did? Oh, fuck it. Whatever. Uh, where, then when are we traveling here? Uh, in this town, London. Just, just down there. Hmm. Already you know. That's what you need. <laughs> then then could, could we walk your flying ears? Well, too sudden for an old man and... <laughs> And you, you smell a bit like fried shrimp. <laughs> your Christmas it is, Scrooge. On your shoulders I will ride. Only the guide am I. Then we can walk. Where are you guiding me to? Home of the family Cratchit. My, my clerk. Yes. Talk to him earlier you wanted. Worry not, Scrooge. Have to, you will not. Well, it shouldn't be much of a trip with uh, what I pay him each week. How far off can it get him, my dick? <laughs> <laughs> How far off can it be? Mm, that place. <laughs> a galaxy away. <laughs> Scrooge. That far at least. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> mm, see, you will. <laughs> Hello, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. After a stroll that took much longer than Scrooge had expected... They stepped onto the curb of the cobbled oval road of Camden. A complete bog of mud and filth with deep cart ruts, wretched hovels, and several ugly Sith Lords blocked up with mud. One singular window in the row had a candle lit within it. The spirits and Scrooge step up and look inside, and see Master Yoda and his children. Which was weird, because that's not why they were there. They, but they did go to the next house and also saw Mrs. Cratchit. Mrs. Cratchit got ready for supper. The children helped within the tight spaces around the table. Martha set the plates. Belinda placed the rolls. Peter, help your father and Tim with their coats. They should be in any moment. Young Bob Cratchit, mostly covered with fresh snow, walked in. In his arms was his youngest child, Tim. He had a pair of crutches held tightly. 
Almost like when I cut off Anakin's legs in Mustafa. <laughs> he placed Tim down, and the little boy hobbled off with his brother. Hey, Mama! After supper, <laughs> I'm trying to read about them pirates. Calico, Blackbeard, you know, all them, all them dudes that, you know... You know what I'm saying? Mama! Let me get these rolls! Well, that's me, dear boy, the Queen Anne's revenge. Savvy? <laughs> Tiny Tim behave. As good as gold and better. He told me coming home that he hoped the people saw him in the church because he was a cripple and it might be pleasant for them to make fun of him. I mean, to remember upon Christmas Day who made the lame to walk and the blind to see. Mama said I had magic legs. God, he's such a drama queen. <laughs> Always looking for attention. Spirit! Spirit, I knew of the youngest one's troubles, but I didn't know they were this dire. Dread? Despair? Easily they flow. Fill this home, one would think. Little this one. Judge him by his size, do you? As well, you should not. This one. Yes, this one. Who brings hope to the galaxy? <laughs> Learned from his father, he did. <laughs> Gather around the food they are. Listen, Scrooge. Listen. A toast to you, Mr. Scrooge, the founder of the feast. Founder of the feast, indeed. I wish I had him here. I'd give him a piece of my mind to feast upon, and I'd hope he'd choke on it. My dear, tis Christmas Eve. It should be Christmas Eve, I'm sure, when he drinks to one's health such as an oldest, stingy, bastard of a man. Where did I go with that accent? Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> you know he is, Robert. No one knows it better than you. Poor, poor Robert. Did you say that to my face, Mama's family? Step on up. Bring it back. <laughs> I do know I like them New York hotties. I only also know one thing on Christmas. That one must be charitable. I'm so hungry, pass me another rat drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Rizzo. <laughs> I'll drink to his health for your sake and not his. Long life to him. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. He'll be very merry and very happy, I doubt. Learn from your father, children. His heart is without a doubt larger than his, his, um, uh, head. His, his head. No, I'm not even going to defend that. It's pretty damn underwhelming. (laughs) Now is not the time to bring that up. (laughs) Quite right. If he cannot be, we must be happy for him. Now let's all sing as we devour this cock. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it. If you like it, you should have put a ring on it. I have seen enough. Tiny Tim, will he live through all the Beyonce? (laughs) (laughs) I'll have a whiskey drink and then a lager drink. And when I have to pee, I'll use the kitchen sink. (laughs) (laughs) How can they afford a jukebox on what I pay them? We did that instead of getting my operation. <laughs> I suppose 
she's very ill. Okay, have you? T- <laughs> <laughs> Even song cannot keep him through a cold winter. Um, right? Are we in agreement on that? <laughs> I believe you're reading the wrong lines, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> The force works in mysterious ways, flows through all of us. Uh, that little charity case's uh, stock just dropped sharply in my book. <laughs> Very ill, is he? Hmm. Difficult to see. Hmm. Always in motion is the future. Cold is the winter. <laughs> Keep him whole, I fear. Even Song cannot. <laughs> but, but you haven't told me. If he be like to die? <laughs> Better he'd do it, hmm? Decrease surplus population? <laughs> Those words, hmm? Your thoughts, hmm? Judge, you are not, hmm? Judge then, you do not. It may be that, <laughs> You, yes, you, <laughs> That may be worthless in the light of the force, hmm? Less to live are you than millions of clones of this poor. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Less fit. I will break you. <laughs> Less fit are you to live than millions of clones of this poor man's child. But, uh, but is there no happiness in Christmas presents? Mm, there is. May I see it? No. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course you may. Home of your nephew, it is. No. That is why you fail. Okay, Boomer. Well, let's just. <laughs> enough you must teach me mm. would you have a teacher scrooge hmm? look at your words but the first spirit gave me more christmas past she was <laughs> drunk she was <laughs> a lifetime <laughs> she could choose from yes yes bottles of wine she could drink <laughs> only <laughs> this day i have <laughs> one day and you scrooge <laughs> nearly lived my life of both fill <laughs> nearly lived my fill of both have i Gone at midnight, Christmas present must be. <laughs> Near now. From behind the spirits step two beggar younglings. They are thin, sickly, barefoot, and wear rags. Anakin should kill them. <laughs> <laughs> are these the last two spirits uh, who are to come to me? <clears throat> spirits, they are not. <laughs> Luminous beings, are they? <laughs> Not this crude matter. Real. You must feel the Christmas around you. Here, between you, me, the street lamp, the cratchits, everywhere. Yes. Uh, Hunger. Uh, all right. Ignorance. Not spirit, Scrooge. They are real. Walk your streets, they do. Look to you for comfort. Deny them, you do. All your life you have looked away. To your work. To the horizon. Never your mind on where you were. Mm-hmm. What you were doing. <laughs> Do not deny them for too long, Scrooge. Grow they will. <laughs> Multiply like tribbles. Oh, wrong, wrong. Children, they will not remain. <laughs> oh, no. Have, have there no midichlorians left? Have there no place to go? No place to go. No resource for help. Mm, no prisons, are there? No work, 
Okay, yes, I get no it. Just... <laughs> no whorehouses. <laughs> no foreskins. Come the bones. <laughs> Christmas Eve it is. You're not supposed to scare me straight just yet. That's for the next guy to... <laughs> You drank fizzy lifting juice. <laughs> you get nothing. Oh, sweetie, I am lifted right now. Mm, yes, yes. Spirit one knows what I'm talking about. Yes. The spirit leads the children away, leaving Scrooge alone on the roadside. Heavy snow begins to fall, like the Jedi Order fell during Order 66. What's kind of funny about the narrator now is that he sounds like a regular English person. (laughs) (laughs) And not a crude stereotype. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm back. Scene 5. The spirit of Christmas yet to come. Scrooge is entirely alone for a long moment. Oh, poor Scroogey-poo. He is frightened by the darkness and feels it approaching him. That's racist. Suddenly he stops. (laughs) Senses the presence of the third spirit, turns toward him, and sees him. The spirit is bent and cloaked. No physical features are distinguishable. Thank you, character from another IP, for breaking through the racism wall, finally. You are the third... Shit. (laughs) My, my, uh... My laptop went into rest mode. (laughs) (laughs) Which, they don't exist yet, so I don't really know how to operate. Here we go. You are the third. The ghost of Christmas yet to come. Does anybody want to take that? Nope. Nope. Yes, I will. Speak, speak. (laughs) Your time is in the past. Do you want me to kill you four times? Because I can do that, apparently. (sighs) Speak to me. Christmas yet to come. Tell me what is to happen to me, all of us. Then show me what I must see. The silent spirit raises his arm and points. The pair are no longer outside, but now within Scrooge's own home. And his own cock and the chairwoman are dimly visible. For one thing, my pair is always outside. For two, what is? There are thieves! The thieves in my rooms! He steps forward to confront them, but the spirit blocks his path. The two women do not notice them. <laughs> he ain't about it, he. <laughs> Poor old Scrooge. He's met his end. And time for it, too. He's been alive <laughs> indeed for half his life. The big galoot. <laughs> but where might Sparsits be? Uh, looking for someone, ladies. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you know I am. I do. I do enjoy me a little sparset every now and then. Mm, yes. Hardly decent is what I'd say. Hardly decent, the old fella. Hardly cold in your thieving wardrobe. Look at him. You jiggled his balls to see if there were coins in his purse. <laughs> You're not here out of love, are you? <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, he ain't about to bother us, is he? Mm, I, this fucking accent's changed. Uh, ladies, <laughs> shall we start, cock? Oh, yeah, let's do it on top of the body, let's... The future fucking sucks. (laughs) The cock clips the golden buttons off a shirt. Scrooge looks at the shirt he's wearing and the buttons are gone. 
The chairwoman pockets a nightcap. Scrooge reaches up to his head and finds his covering gone. Sparset holds up a thick red old cock Scrooge had been wearing this whole time. And Scrooge is now without his. Why do I feel something in my ass? <laughs> Here's the hoping that stink ain't permanent. <laughs> cock, we go around again. You think that little belly's always ringing at me is silver enough to sell? Or how about those tall curtains that lined his bed? You know, the beef curtains. <laughs> no, no more. No more. I, I cannot. I cannot. I, they better not find the silver butt plug. I've hidden it very well. The room is too, too like a cheerless place that is familiar. I won't see it. Let us go from here. Uh, fucking anywhere. The spirit directs his attention back to the Cratchit house. The children are sitting together near Mrs. Cratchit, who is sewing a coat. Peter reads by the light of the fireplace. Hey, Mama, look what these white people wrote. <laughs> and he took a child and set him in the midst of them. What kind of shit? <laughs> Watch your fucking mouth. The light tires my eyes so, but not nearly as much as you. Hmm, they're better now. It makes me so damn tired to listen to you. Must be near time to see your daddy. Shit, past it. Fuck. He walks slower than he used to, old fucker. These last few days, anyways. Bitch. What's your damn mouth? I have known him to walk with Tiny Tim upon his shoulder very, very fast indeed. But he was so light to carry. And his father loved him, so that was no trouble. I can hear his footsteps now. Smiles, bitches, smiles! <laughs> What's up, Peter? My bitch, how goes it? <laughs> this damn coat is nearly done. Excellent. I'm sure that will be done long before Sunday, and I better be as well. Sunday? <laughs> damn, can a girl not get a day off? <laughs> uh, you went today then, Robert? Indeed. It's already two o'clock and a nice place. I promised him that I would walk there on Sunday often. Well, it's not gonna he, like he's going to know if you don't, Robert. <laughs> we mustn't hurt ourselves. No, no, he wouldn't have wanted that. Come now. You won't guess who I've seen. Scrooge's nephew, Fred. And he asked after us and said he was heartily sorry and to give his respects to my good wife as soon as I see her. Where is she? How I ever knew that, I don't know. He got you, bitch. Well, when you find her, tell her to clean up this damn hole you have us living in. I thought you... I thought... I really... Th I thought you were going to try to be the good... Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, everybody knows that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do, my ninja. If I can be of service oh to God. you in any way. <laughs> and he gave me his card. That's where I live. And Peter, I shouldn't be at all surprised if he got you many, many positions. I've told him how flexible you are. Oh, yeah, you hear that, Peter? He knows how flexible you are, that boy. <laughs> And then Christ. you'll be keeping company with some hoe and setting up for yourself. Well, one day 
But remember, when that day does come, as it must, we must, none of us forget poor Tiny Tim and this first parting in our family. Fuck, I'm dead! <laughs> that boy did not fart. He parted. Parted like your legs should at least once a week. Parted with a P. Oh. Yes, like your legs should once a week. Come on now. <laughs> this, this family could do to afford some cheese. <laughs> I fell into the wheat pressure, I did. <laughs> Tiny Tim died. No. No. He was quite flexible. Oh, was that the other one? One of them. It was in the family. I had fucked up legs. I wasn't all that nimble on my feet, as they say. <laughs> okay, we are running way over budget. I really hope he gets it right this time. Okay, Mr. Travolta, you have a fresh can of Fresca, and here we go with take 67. Oh, hi, like, oh my god, I'm John Travolta, and when I need to recharge my eating levels, I reach for a Fresca. Fresca is Italian for fresh, and that's how it makes you feel, you know. <sighs> Fresca, the official soft drink of Scientology in the Somebody's Podcast Network. Oh my god! You know what? We'll make it work. Scene VI Scrooge's Conversion. Narrator doesn't do Roman numerals. <laughs> because he would not. No. He cannot tell me that he has died, for that Christmas has not yet come. I will not let it come. Well, oh, I've made that statement many times before and it never came true. I will be there. It was me. Yes, yes. And I knew it and couldn't look. I won't be able to help. I, I won't. Spirit, hear me. I am not the man I was. I will not be that man that I have been for so many years. Why show me all of this if I am past all hope? Assure me that I am am yet may change these shadows you have shown me. Let the boy live. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. I will in the past, the present, and the future, even though that sounds conceptually impossible. The spirits of all three shall, shall strive within me. And I will stop being frothy. I will not shut out the lessons that they teach. Oh, tell me that I am not too late. The world itself has turned dark. Scrooge is in bed. The third spirit has disappeared in its place, an empty fresca. Scrooge awakens and pulls the curtains off their rings and looks around the room. The curtains! They are mine and they are real. They are not sold. This fresca... They are here! It is here! I'm pulling it right down my gaping throat, hell! Fuck yeah, Fresca, bitch! I am here, the shadows to come may be dispelled. They will be, I know they will be, in time to invest in more Fresca. I don't know what to do! I'm as light as a feather! And merry as a boy again! Ooh, I just hopped out of the bed and blew out my knees! Well, okay, not that merry. (laughs) Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! A happy new year to all the world! Well, hello there! Whoop! Hello! <laughs> Cocaine! Yeah! <laughs> what day of the month is it? How long did the spirits keep me? Never mind, I don't care! <laughs> he opens the window and calls out to a boy in the street below. <laughs> 
You, lad! What's today, my fine fellow? Today? Why, Christmas Day! <laughs> it's Christmas fucking day! I haven't <laughs> missed it! The spirits have done it all in one night. Like Marley said, I should have believed them the first time, but oh well, he was too busy being dead. They can do anything they like, of course they can. Do you know you? Yes, you. Get the fuck back here, oh, you. Oh, okay. Do you, do you know the Polters in the next street at the corner? Hold on, let me pull up Waze. Oh, yeah, I sure hope I do. That's rather, uh, <laughs> out of sync, but whatever, I won't ask. Um, an intelligent boy and a remarkable boy. He knows how to use a fucking smartphone like most five-year-olds do. <laughs> do you know whether they've sold the prize turkey that was hanging up there? Not the not the little prize, but the big one. The one the size of a turd? <laughs> <laughs> if you're referring to you, yes. What a delightful boy, yes. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I know it was a self-own. I kind of <laughs> wondered where you were going with that, but my bucko, yes. I require much schooling. It's hanging there now. <laughs> it's Victorian London. Don't think too much of it. <laughs> Is it? Go and buy it. And uh, three pet peasants. <laughs> I, I believe the original script called for pheasants. I'm already loaded up with peasants, so maybe what I meant was pheasants. <laughs> Are you putting me on? <laughs> I fucking wrote this, man. <laughs> I'm in earnest. Goes to camp. Go and buy it and tell him to bring it here. <laughs> that I may give them the direction where to take it. Come back with the butcher and I'll give you a shilling. Come back in less than two minutes and I'll give you half a crown. Right, on my way! Okay then, I'll, uh, I'll send it to Bob Cratchit's. He shan't know who sends it though. It's, uh, it's twice the size of uh, a turd. Well, a tiny turd. And uh, <laughs> such a Christmas dinner it will make. I must dress. Or maybe I don't have to. I didn't know. It's Christmas Day. Fuck it. Who cares? Give me my last. I must be in all my best for such a day. Now, where is my China silk shirt and my uh, hot pants? The moment Scrooge pulls his scarf out of the closet and his sh short shorts over his buttocks, <laughs> a ring at the door with the boy and the butcher. The scarf's at the closet! What? Back already? And with such a turkey? Why, you can carry that all the way to Cratchit's here, boy. Here's your half a crown, and here an address in Camden Town. See that it gets there. And here's the money for the cab, and for the tucky, and for you, good man. The Wait. boy and the butcher, both delighted, catch the money and run out. Scrooge sees the gentleman visitor walking by the window and waves his wiener wildly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all see this? <laughs> oh, it looks like a cock, only smaller. <laughs> Hello, cunt. <laughs> My dear sir, how do you do? Suddenly I have a fondness for this gentleman. I hope you succeeded yesterday. It's very kind of you to stop by and see this. Um, if you don't mind me asking, who the fuck is you? Yes, that is my name indeed. Mr. Who the fuck is you? Although I prefer who the fuck is Scrooge. Um, and I fear it may not be pleasant to you. <laughs> Allow me to ask your pardon, but, uh, and will you have the goodness to add this to, add this post to your good work? 
Well, fuck me running. <laughs> my dear... My dear Mr. Scrooge. Are you off your fucking nut? <laughs> if you please, not a penny less. A great many back payments are included in, in it, I assure you. I am serious. I am fucking Yahoo serious. Will you do me that favor? My dear sir, <laughs> I don't know what I can say to such generosity. Say nothing, shove it all up your ass and then off your jog. I am much obliged to you. I thank you 50 times. God bless you and Merry Christmas. Oh, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Merry Christmas to you too, sir. <laughs> Sounds rather gory, but if you get yeah, sure, just come back around later. <laughs> Good day to you. Now then, uh, where's my chainsaw? Well, that's later for that. Uh, which is the way to that nephew's house? Oh, coachman! Oh, yeah! Ebenezer, need a taxi? <laughs> <laughs> Shop in Belsize Park, followed by a home oval road. If you if you survive the experience, what a snap! You want to a taxi, sir? Good man, come. Let us take the egg. At Cratchit's <laughs> home, the butcher is placing the many birds inside the home. What do you mean the buyer wasn't named? There are too many. Where the fuck did all these birds come from? Even if they are all paid for. Now, now, let's not fuss, dear. We can bring them to Fred's dinner party tonight. Is this a Cratchit home? I have a delivery <laughs> for the heavens of power. Services have been paid for already. Oh, yeah, snap into it. <laughs> I, I dare not shake your hand, sir. That may take a while. More surprises on this day. What is all this? Books, toy soldiers, dolls, a sex swing, marbles. It's a small <laughs> fortune in toys. And dear, they have the children's names upon them. Well, fucked up that the sex swing had Tiny Tim's name on him. In the doorframe stood Ebenezer Scrooge with his normal sour look upon his face. I see my employee had a better year than I. I doubt the royal family will eat so hearty tonight. But sir, these are all gifts from someone nameless. I believe Fred. Come in, sir, and warm by the stove. Or in it. Peter, pull <laughs> a chair for Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> my, my nephew might have a heart of gold, but I know he has none in his purse. But I came to see why you were not at the office today. Sir, you old wanker. It's Christmas Day. We agreed I can stay with my family today. I deserve that, yeah, okay. Aye, <laughs> and we did. And uh, since you seem to be doing so well, and the coachman let me fill up his biceps somewhat and put me in a spot of a better mood, maybe you should take the next day and the next and uh, the one following that as well. Sir, I promise I'll be in first thing in the morn. You will not! As of this day, you are no longer under my employ. Sir. The absolute fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it is Christmas! Get out of my house! How 
could you be so? That's right, Lady Cratchit. You do have a family, a, a, a whole lot of one. Uh, that must be cared for and uh, loved as much as uh, you love that cock, apparently. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> therefore, Robert no no longer work as my uh, as my clerk, uh, but as my partner and uh, future heir of the business itself. Oh, sir. How do I ever reach around and thank you? By shutting the fuck up and saying yes! <clears throat> and taking care of this wonderful boy, Tim. That's your name, right? You're welcome. I will send you my personal physician and uh, get him the help that he needs. Opium. Th- so much opium. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, London. <laughs> and I will help you, Mr. Scrooge. I'm afraid I'm beyond that by this point. I'm quite old, yes. <laughs> uh, but Merry Christmas indeed. Merry Christmas indeed. Who wants to try out my sex swing first? <laughs> Load me up with opium and I'll be your bitch. I mean, God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Ebenezer Scrooge was struck by a carriage and died on the walk home from the Cratchits that evening. Bob Cratchit inherited the business from Ebenezer upon his untimely death. He ran a successful business for several years before selling it to Scrooge's nephew. Tiny Tim died of polio. Twice. (laughs) No one liked him. (laughs) Mrs. Cratchit never remarried, but somehow lived a life of opulent luxury after Bob Cratchit's death that I forgot to put into his paragraph. Later, (laughs) investigations discovered she had been hoarding Bob Cratchit's money over his entire career. The Christmas ghosts still get together every Christmas Eve and laugh about that time they fucked with the old bastard in London. Oh, yes we do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to our annual Christmas storytelling time. Hope you really enjoyed it. Hope you share it with all your friends and family. No, probably not your family. Share it with your enemies. There you go. Now on to the cast of characters. From East Coast Gamers Podcast, we had Adam as the voice of Sparset, Scrooge's servant, and Peter Cratchit. From the Fantastic Podcast, we had Justin as the chairwoman, Child Scrooge, and Young Ebenezer, and Sarah as Mrs. Cratchit and Young Ebenezer's sweetheart. From the Getting Casual Podcast, we had Crumb as Bob Cratchit and Ben Benjamin. From the Throwdown Thursday Podcast, we had Patsy as the gentleman visitor, Scrooge's cook, or cock, and Tiny Tim. Then we had Ashes Von Nightmare as the first spirit of Christmas past. From the Secret Levels podcast, we had Goobs as Jacob Marley, Young Jack Walton, and The Coachman. From the Best Darn Diddly podcast, we had Miles as the third spirit of Christmas future. As a special guest, we had the pop-up film cast Keith as the voice of Fezziwig, Scrooge's boss, and the second spirit of Christmas present. Lastly, members of the Cretans Guild. Myself, Bob, as Fred, Scrooge's nephew, Fan, Scrooge's sister, and the street urchin boy. Jay was our narrator for this episode, and Corey was our leading role as Ebenezer Scrooge. Links to all these podcasts can be found in the description, or just go to our Twitter page, and you'll find at somebody's net. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.